0: Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is December the 5th, 2015. Yeah, strong hand. Bitcoin is next Bitcoin in motion. Five-digit realm. Oh, yeah. 2020 having, Oh, it's coming soon. Holder of last resort. Oh, yeah. You're home for Bitcoin insider information. We got Andy Hoffman. He is back in the house, everyone. Hello, my elite friends. If you're in the chat, you can do a super chat. You can ask questions over there. If you type in Bitcoin Meister, I will be checking it out. Yes, we got a live interview again. That is the way it used to be. That is the way it is again. Andy, what's up?
1: Well, I'm so happy to be here with you. I still consider you my best friend in crypto and one of the best people in crypto. And um, maybe it was uh, some kind of slip that you actually just announced the date as December 2015, because that was a few months before the last halving when the price in December 2015, that was about when I started to get in. It was about $400, maybe $300. And uh, look at how much has been has been accomplished uh, in four years in Bitcoin, starting with the hash rate, the price, the the technology. Remember how bad the exchanges were? Uh, there weren't even trezors back then, and, uh, and look at the monetary policy of the world. So yeah, the price deserves to be vastly higher uh, than it was in 2015. And following this halving, I believe it's going to be vastly higher than it
0: is today. Wow! I didn't even. I'm glad you caught that mistake, people. It's December the fifth, twenty nineteen. What am I thinking? Yeah, I, I must have twenty sixteen having on my mind. Uh, and as I say, it's all cyclical. So I guess we're, uh, it is similar to twenty fifteen in terms of uh, you know the, the the price movements and everything. It, it has not come back to its all time high yet. And and I, I I've discussed this type of thing on the show before, and people just. People just have to be patient. We have lived through this again. We've lived through down times, and uh, we've lived through havings again. So you're you're excited about the having, yeah. And I mean,
1: and, and think about it again. There's a lot of parallels. Of course, the world has changed, but you had the you know the big let's call 2017 like boom at the end of 2013 with Mount Gox, where you had a similar level of excitement and hype and a huge price increase that led to a bear market. Uh, that lasted for a year and a half. And, uh, you know, this year was a little uh, strange because we had this horrible bear market that was interrupted by about four or five months by, uh, you know, it's called a, an echo bubble. Uh, but it's still gotten to the point where we were after Mount Gox. It's a year and a half plus since the top. Actually, it's closer to two years since the top. And now we're approaching a halving just less than six months away with vastly better fundamentals than we've ever had, certainly than de- December 2015.
0: Yeah. So, uh, wh- wh- what do you see for this uh, for 2020 for for the for the near future at least?
1: Well, I mean, the only the, the only way you can look at it is is that this is chump change the value of Bitcoin in global capital markets. It's, you know, barely over 100 billion dollars is that Hoffman line again. Uh, I think that's 5500 now, so we're comfortably over at 120 uh, something billion. We've been comfortably above that level with the exception of the uh, you know, the the post-BSV attack last year, with the exception for those three months, we've been above the Hoffman line for two years now. And uh, and you just look at the state of the world uh, with the, the negative interest rates and and uh, the debt exploding, and you look at the state of the Bitcoin network. It's, you know, for all the fear right now, the, the hash rate is very, very close to the all-time high that was hit the, this fall, it's about 95, it was 30, uh, last year when we were at the, at, um, the highs, let alone the lows. And uh, no, it was 50, I'm sorry, it was 50 last year, and it was 30 at the time uh, of, in early 2017. So we're just gaining in every possible way. And uh, the technology is growing. You know, for instance, like what I'm doing with Mimblewimblecoin, uh, the technology is only to get stronger and the use case is, is getting more powerful. So I, uh, when you, you combine that with uh, having and uh you know it, it has to be much higher it's math and uh it's just a matter of when it gets discounted before during or after
0: all right i want to thank uh, ken bozak's in the, in the chat right now he just sent four dollars and twenty cents pound that like button ken pound that like button everyone so speaking of everything being cyclical we lived through that ico madness during the uh well during the all-time high of bitcoin and now people are talking about this DeFi. With, with Ethereum and uh, just decentralized finance all over the place. People saying uh, you should give them the, your precious Bitcoin and they'll give you interest. And I foresee uh, a def and people are building all uh, DeFi companies. I, I see like a similar thing happening with DeFi, this, this all-encompassing term DeFi, and uh, ICO, a big, a big similarity. And I see it popping around the 2021, which about, again, four years after uh, 2017. Uh, what do you think about all this, uh, getting interest on your Bitcoin, DeFi, Ethereum? What, what's, what's your take?
1: Well, again, it just shows you how nascent the sector still is. Like for people like us who have been living it for so many years, it feels like it's been around forever. But even Bitcoin's only been around for 10 and all these other things have really been only around for a few years. Uh, let alone what you're talking about now. And yes, you had the ICO thing, which was, you know, again, the whole 2017 thing was like a, a dot com boom, and uh, and that was the ICOs were included. A lot of it were scams. A lot of them were just useless pump and dump schemes. And then, you know, this time around, we've had what I call the second wave pump and dumps, where you have all these coins that are created by crowdfunding. What they've done is they they'll crowdfund to quickly put the coin on as many exchanges as possible. Um, And, you know, they'll, of course, have a big part of the pre-mine and then they sell it as soon as it gets on the exchanges. And I think that's wearing thin, too. This purge is going on as all these scams one by one uh, go away. But then there's new scams because it is a growing space, crypto. So, you know, you have DFI. I see there's another one called IEO, uh, Initial Exchange Offering. And, you know, some look more legit than others. But the fact is, I do believe crypto finance will have a huge role in the future. It's just right now. It's so far away from that because, A, there's no mainstream appetite for it. And, two, the vehicles out there are unregulated and, and make no sense. So, I, I, you know, at least until we get into a major crypto bull market, I can't see any of these things working. And when they do, they're going to have to be weeded out again.
0: All right. The guy in the uh, chat, CS2, sent $10. He said, Bitcoin is special. So, Andy, you still think Bitcoin is special, right?
1: Of course, more it will more special than ever. Um, I mean, just observing it, again, you go through all these cycles first with the Mount Gox and then all the other issues that it has had uh, that that had genuine FUD involved. It was the you know the Bitfinex hack and there was Mount Gox and there was there was the scaling wars and then all the bear markets that we've had uh, and people have obviously differing risk appetites. Uh, depending on their financial circumstances. But you really just have to watch this unprecedented thing, um, you know, unfurl and then make deductions about what has happened and what's going on in the future. And just after having seen everything that's gone on, because I've been really active in Bitcoin since early 2016, you know, the, the, the net result is that I've never been more bullish about it. Um, it's not a perfect uh, vehicle, but it's the most perfect vehicle by far, Uh, monetary vehicle that's ever been created by either uh, man uh, or nature, and uh, it's only getting stronger and the use case is getting stronger. And I do believe that not only Bitcoin in general, but I do believe crypto is going to become one of the mainstream assets of the world uh, in the coming years and how, you know, whether it takes uh, two years or 10 years or 20, I do believe that things like stocks, bonds, foreign, uh, you know, fiat currencies are going to gradually lose market share to crypto. And there's no way that Bitcoin is not going to be the leading crypto.
0: Well, you know, you, 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 allude to, to 2016, you talk about other asset classes since I have you here. And there's some people on the chat that are still buying silver and gold. What's what's going on. Uh, do you ever check out the precious metals still? Do you ever still peek over there?
1: Well, I always, I always keep it on my screen. I mean, I've lived it for 15 years. Um, and uh, it is it, it is important to me to watch because I, I like to see how it evolves to see if, if demand actually goes up or down, uh, prices change, uh, you know, and um, nothing has changed in precious metals. I sold my silver when I um, for Bitcoin back in mid two thousand seventeen. I sold my gold uh, in early two thousand eighteen. Pretty uh, vocal about that. I just don't see their use case in a digital age. I think that everything that I once thought was good about them um, has been usurped by Bitcoin. And uh, not to mention the fact that the governments have diluted them with, uh, by hundreds of times with, with futures markets. No one even buys. When you see the price of gold moving, it's not even the price of physical gold moving. It's actual just futures markets that are moving. And, uh, and uh, on an inflation adjusted basis, they haven't gone up at all. So um, I have no interest in, in gold, silver, and never will.
0: Dan, t- talking about the, uh, the the paper versions of these uh, uh, precious metals, what do you think about the financialization of Bitcoin? Are, are are the are these big players going to be able to so-called manipulate it?
1: Well, you know that's my specialty, or at least it was in precious metals. They did. I mean, precious metals. They. People don't even realize <clears throat> the COMEX exchange literally went online the day that gold was re uh, you were able to buy it again. Like it became legal Remember, FDR uh, banded in 1933. It was at the end of 1973 when they said, okay, you can actually buy it again, it's legal. And the next day the comics went online with the futures market. Uh, and it was created, you know, with the purpose of suppressing the prices, all kinds of, of data out there. People want to research it and they have, and it's gotten worse. And it's to the point where the, the fiat market, the, the physical markets, have been destroyed. But it's not just that. Part of the reason that they've been destroyed is that, for instance, Bitcoin has come around and people have started to look at what a store of value is. And uh, at the same time, um, the, the physical markets have not been strong. I mean, you can see that the US mint demand is as low as it's been. So despite all the, you know, you'll know, you get all these headlines, China's buying gold, Russia's buying gold, but there's no real proof that they can do that. They do that. They, they just say that, but they don't actually show you. The U.S. government hasn't shown us Fort Knox in like seventy years, and neither do the Russians or the Chinese or any of them. So they can—that's all jawboning. I don't think anyone's really buying much. It's—and that's why the price never goes up.
0: I, I'm really glad you brought. I mean, although we're not supposed to talk about precious metals today, I'm glad you brought up that Russia and that is such a common line. People, Russia and China are buying. Russia and China are buying. There is no proof, is there? There really is no proof that they physically have. Purchased real gold. I mean, and I've been hearing that for so long, Russia. And, and I thought the same thing. I'm glad you. I'm glad you threw that out there. Uh, so yeah.
1: uh, I mean, look. The point is, it's it's archaic. I, when you think about it, we used to say, well, you know, you say why is Bitcoin good because it's divisible and fungible and and uh, private. And all you know, you name all these things, and then you say that before Bitcoin, we used to say that, that about gold. But it's so comical. It's it's literally you have to go through the system to get it. It's, a, it's it's is it's as not divisible and fungible and portable as you could possibly imagine. But compared to fiat currency, I guess it makes it makes sense. But uh, but compared to Bitcoin, it's it's comical. And again, I mean, I was in the business forever. Uh, the average age when I was in the business was in the 60s of people actually hold physical gold and silver, and uh, that age is only going up. And so when they when they you know pass it on to their to their heirs, the heirs are going to sell it. And that probably some of them are going to be buying Bitcoin with it.
0: Yeah. I, I, I would assume uh, a lot of them will be. All right. Everybody pound that like button. I want to, uh, you know, you mentioned privacy. So tell us about uh, you, you, you are part of the MWC Mimble Wimble coin team, uh, a crypto dividend airdrop for Bitcoiners that strengthened all uh, us uh, Bitcoiners, uh, our hands, We we registered and now we're claiming our MWC. Uh, and that's, I, I, like crypto dividends because it's, uh, it's inter, you, you get rewarded for holding Bitcoin. That's, uh, that's what I love. It's, it's free, uh, free coins and you can do as you wish. I turn them into Bitcoin. What, what's, and so NWC's thing is privacy. I mean, it uses the uh, Mimblewimble protocol, which a uh, grand and, uh, the beam use. So this is a third option. What, what's, what's going on over there? Okay.
1: Well, you know, before we just get directly into MWC, right? Yeah. Um, we're talking about crypto dividends because, look, you created the term and I've made, um, you know, my living or, you know, on, on crypto dividends. I mean, I've spent time with BeRodium, with MWC, with talking about them. I mean, you you hodl Bitcoin, but it's, it's a, a real part of the ecosystem, which will only get stronger. Now, again, you have all these different crypto dividends that came around for different reasons. Bcash was the first. Bcash came around really as an attack on Bitcoin. It just happened to be because of forks. Bitcoin holders got this, quote, crypto dividend. Uh, not that, not that Roger Ver wanted to give anyone anything, but that that was the nature of, of those forks. Uh, not to be altruistic or in any way, it just that's how they work. Uh, and then you have ones like b which was pioneering because they were saying, look, we're trying to create something different. And we're going we'd like to have a strong user base. Uh, So we will give them to Bitcoin holders. The same was with that BitCore when they were giving it away in the secondary market, simply saying we would like to have strong hodling user base. So we're giving some away. Uh, And then, of course, you know, you have something like Hex, where it's almost like they're giving it away, trying to entice you to, to buy it and give them more money, which to me is very scary. And I hope that no one does anything except claim the free stuff and just hope that one day it gets hyped. Because that's kind of to me like an evil crypto dividend with uh, an agenda. Now, MWC is kind of the best of both worlds because it is a crypto dividend that has the potential to be as valuable as anything in crypto, meaning as valuable as any coin in crypto, because Mimblewimble technology is so powerful and is going to have such a major role in crypto. So as a Bitcoin holder, uh, Chris Gilliard, the lead dev, he wanted to, one, reward bitcoin holders uh with the ability to benefit from this but also uh it's a hedge because the bimblewimble does become that big let's say it becomes big enough that it creates a contentious debate within the bitcoin community because some will say we should incorporate it some will say we shouldn't it could be a hedge and uh so there so you can benefit in, in all different ways as a hedge or simply as a growth vehicle and uh as it turns out you know you introduced me to Chris um uh, you had met him in puerto rico
0: this is trace Mayer, and you're listening to adam meister the bitcoin meister anyways this is a public service announcement about the annual celebration of proof of keys that's where the entire community withdraws all their bitcoins to addresses where they hold the private keys and run a full node so visit proof of to learn more about why and how you should participate and please make a small change to your twitter handle to show your support thanks
1: and as it turns out he's one of the most brilliant coders in crypto, he has a long background uh, in, in Silicon Valley, and brought on a team of people that he's worked with. And uh, incredibly, I would have never believed that this complex technology could be developed so seamlessly. But our team has done that, and frankly, so have the teams at Green at Grin and Beam, because again, you know, they just launched less than a year ago. So this is this is a brand new technology, but it's really advancing rapidly. And uh, I think by the end of next year, everyone's going to realize just how powerful it is.
0: Okay, now you say, and I've got a broader question about privacy. Right now, I got to tell you, most people in in Bitcoin and crypto, they don't give a darn about privacy. So the the argument that hey, we need a more private uh, version of Bitcoin, we need we need to add uh, some features, it's definitely not resonating yet. When do you see it? When do you see people caring about privacy, and then this would become a, a a way to start the, the the debate, as you said, that this this could trigger some sort of sort of debate. Uh, just having this technology around.
1: Okay. Well, there's a couple aspects to that question. First of all, you know, you say like a private version of it. Now, Mimblewimble is a blockchain protocol. It's not like, uh, or even Monero is not a private version of Bitcoin. It's just a different coin that that's that's primary feature uh, is privacy. It's yeah. very. I mean, Monero is not scalable. I mean. Monero, because privacy transactions in general are so big, it's it's much less scalable than even Bitcoin is. It's just for kind of ultra-private stuff, you know. But what MimbleWimble is, it's not like a private privacy protocol. The main thing, the, the primary thing that it does so well is that it scales. Like if it was in Bitcoin, Bitcoin would scale dramatically better. Probably the, de- the initial block download would be 70% less. So that solves a lot of its issues. And again, it also uses. Uh, Schnorr signatures and Lightning Network. These things were already in Mimble So scaling is a big issue, Uh, but it also has privacy. And we'll get to why in a second, because there are no addresses and the blocks don't show amounts. So you can't ever look at a whale alert and say, hey, someone just sent a, a billion dollars worth of Bitcoin. No one ever knows who sends what to who. All that stuff is private. Now, is it the most private thing in the world? Is it as private as Monero? Perhaps not, but it's far more private than anything we have here. And as we've seen, look, I, I'm very aware. I, I do believe that Bitcoin's privacy is now becoming an issue because people can, if, if this chain analysis really makes it easy for experts to track things, uh, not necessarily to, to to specific people, but it is, it, it, there, you know, there are a lot of people who do not want to have their movements of their coins tracked and with uh, Mimblewimble that gets rid of that problem. So I do think that it's going to be an issue sooner rather than later. It, fungibility is, is another issue. Like when you see the, the Binance hack and all of a sudden Binance gets together with government authorities and saying we're blacklisting these addresses because they, they, that's where the coin went out. And so all of a sudden it becomes less fungible. So I think when you combine scaling privacy and fungibility, uh, you, you realize that Mimblewimble has a, a major role to play uh, in the in the crypto space. Now, Chris thinks maybe what, uh, there'll be a privacy debate uh, down the road. Even some of the maximalists have acknowledged it. Uh, guys like Benny, you're on your show. He says it's coming, but I don't think he realizes what it what it entails. It's, it's, it's about mimble-wimble specifically that people are going to be talking about.
0: All right. All right. So, uh, I, I, again, in, in the press, I, I know there, there's- And let this, me say
1: one more thing, Adam. One more yes. thing. What we're saying here is not that Bitcoin is in danger. I've said over and over, Bitcoin's store of value uh, properties are unassailable. I mean, there's no way, even if you have a huge privacy debate, it doesn't matter. Bitcoin's store of value is going to be preserved. It's just a matter of what will the future Bitcoin look like? Will it have mimble-wimble? Will it not? Uh, if not, then mimble-wimble will wimble will be in another aspect of crypto. This is not like Bcash where they say, Bcash will be the next Bitcoin. It's going to be better. We're just saying this is a protocol that's going to have a role in crypto, and it may well incorporate itself into Bitcoin to make it better.
0: All right, there, that, there you go. That's that's good. I'm, I'm glad you cleared that up right there. That aspect of it. Now, I, I, I want to say uh, that first of all, uh, you, it looks real professional when you got over there with with with, with the wallet and everything. I, I I did play around with the wallet, so uh, and, and you've you've talked about other altcoins. Disappearing and
1: and 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 one more thing, one more thing, because we're yes on MWC again. The airdrop, right? It was the coin only has a twenty million supply cap lifetime, and that's compared to Grin, which has no limit, and Beam, which has two hundred sixty-three million. Uh, they'll they, we are airdropping six million or thirty percent of the lifetime cap now. It started the the claim period started on the second of December. It'll go to January second. Already four and a half million have been claimed. So for all we know, we'll end it even earlier if it all gets claimed. Uh, And on top of that, it's trading on Hotbit. There's been, I wrote today about the supply overhang has been surprisingly low. There's just not that much for sale. Uh, And uh, we put out a roadmap yesterday, which says that the MWC HODL program, which is going to be a rewards program similar to the Strong Hands program uh, in Bitcoin routing, where you just get it for free for holding passively, we'll announce details of that uh right around the time we end the airdrop and uh and implement it probably in the second quarter name the exchange again someone
0: said what exchange it's hot it's hotbit right
1: hotbit.io which also is one of the leading exchanges for uh grin and beam it's a great exchange it has no kyc It, it allows us clients uh no limits and uh and we're obviously looking into other exchanges right now we just wanted to make sure that we had one listed at the time of the airdrop. So we didn't have to have this crazy OTC market and no one it, can see the, the price uh, discovery.
0: Yeah. I got to give you guys credit. He did it early. Everything came early. It wasn't supposed to be until December 11th. So, uh, this is, uh, so, some people were very surprised by, by all this things actually happening early in, in the space. I, all w-
1: right. I, w- I was surprised, but I've learned not to be surprised with Chris and his team because I mean, when I spoke to him in January, last January, he said, April nineteenth, we're going to do the, the the registration. July nineteenth, uh, it will end. Then we'll do the fourth quarter of the mainnet launch. And everything has got. I mean, it's not supposed to be that way. Things are supposed to be late, and nothing has been late. All
0: right, yes. So that hey, that's uh, that's that's a little uh, di- that's a little different uh, f- for the space. So you personally though, you are in terms of your assets, you're, you're mostly Bitcoin.
1: Yes, Bitcoin is my my top position, um, and uh, you know, again, I'm very selective. I'm not, you know, I'm. It's funny if anyone would assume like I'm an altcoin guy. I really, I spent a lot of time devoted to helping support Bitcoin Rodin because I like the story, and I obviously joined the the MWC team a year ago uh, because I believed in the story, and that's it. Uh, you know, I I believe uh, I, I'm really really into Mimble Wimble right now. I think it's it's the the emerging growth space uh, within crypto aside from just core Bitcoin Uh, and that's it. I've always, I'm a consultant regarding altcoins, but I have nothing else that I'm consulting on because I believe that I've always believed that 98% are worthless. And now I believe it's more like 99%. Yeah.
0: That that leads into my question of uh, the future of altcoins after the 2020 halving, Uh, you see a, a thinning out, I guess.
1: Well, we, we've all seen a thinning. I mean, it, it doesn't take rocket science to know that, that all those things that came out were worthless. But you know what will really uh, amaze you? It amazed me, no one's even talking about this, is that the amount of coins coming out is exploding. Like I looked at coin market cap uh, maybe six months ago and there were 3,000 coins. Now there's 5,000. Oh, and that's probably why Bitcoin dominance it's gone from 70 to like 66 so people are going but why the old coins are all dead why is that happening because you have thousands of new coins with small small amounts that have cumulatively added up to a couple of percentage points it's not because the existing coins have been gaining against bitcoin but i i do believe that just just like the, in the internet you had the dot coms and most of them failed but but then the internet actually grew and became something real So there's going to be huge winners in the altcoin space, but only a handful of them. They actually have to have use cases. Probably a lot of them haven't even been invented yet uh, because um, that's the nature of it. If you're going to have, like I said, a new asset class for the world, there's going to be more than one coin in the asset class because there's going to be, like I said, I think stocks, bonds and currencies are on the way out. So there are going to be things that get invented to be used in crypto. Uh, that are useful, but uh, when you talk of store of value, Bitcoin will dominate because there's, you know, no way to r- replicate the virgin birth. Oh
0: wow! Pound that like button. Store of yeah. value, people, learn it, live it, love it, like me. All right, I want to go to uh, back to MWC for one second. Litecoin, you we're talking about alt altcoin winners, which altcoins will survive? Litecoin did some. I forgot, was it with grin or beam? They're they're doing uh some type of uh. Uh, beam. Agreement is being. Yes. All right, you know you've got MWC out there. Uh, are are you guys thinking of partnering up with another altcoin in in that type of a fashion? I, I no. mean, I I have seen that. I, I, one of my uh, predictions in the future is that altcoins will either combine some of them or or do partnerships like that.
1: Well, in this particular case, I've written extensively about this, and the same thing with Monero. Because, what look, I'm still baffled about Litecoin uh, because Charlie Lee sold all his Litecoin, keeps all his Bitcoin, and yet acts like he's the leader of Litecoin and he's supporting and working with it. Like, I can't imagine selling my position in something and then saying, but I'm the leader and I want to help build it. It doesn't make sense, any of that. Uh, It's not a, a reflection badly on him. He's been a great person of crypto. I just don't understand that why he's marketing something that he sold. Uh, because obviously he he doesn't believe it. Even the reasons he gave don't make sense. Uh, you know, I have a conflict of interest. But anyway, what they're doing is not Mimblewimble. What they're doing is basically saying, look, our use case, I had some Litecoin in, in mid-2017 and I sold it when like when when Bitcoin Segwit locked in, because I realized there's no more use case for it. Uh, it's, it doesn't need to be a testnet, it's not going to have crypto dividends. So I didn't see why you would need to have Litecoin. Now Litecoin uh, pumped with everything else in, in 2017, but now it's kind of like this weird thing where it has a decent hash rate for an altcoin, but it has no real use case. So they're going to invent them saying we are going to you know, do um, Mimblewimble, but they're not doing Mimblewimble. They're going to do Mimblewimble sidechains. Mimblewimble sidechains is not Mimblewimble. Mimblewimble is a layer one uh, a layer one um, um, aspect, protocol. And the only way to get it is to hard fork into it. So they're not going to do that. And the same with Monero, they now have, they're developing Mimblewimble sidechain, so they market it. So if Mimblewimble gets hot, people go, oh, look, Litecoin's doing it. But they're not doing it. They're not doing Mimblewimble at all. Uh, they're just trying to market it to gain, you know, gain some crypto investors. The only true, Mimblewimble coins are MWC, Grin, and Bean. And the reason that MWC was created was, aside from the fact that Chris, who's a huge Bitcoin holder and believer, thought that he could help develop Mimblewimble uh, more rapidly because he saw the future, was because he saw that Grin had no supply limit and he, he went on their GitHub and said, why won't you do that? Won't you change it? They wouldn't. So he said, so I'll create one with a supply limit and I'll give it to Bitcoin holders and have an MWC hodl uh, dividend, so it's a more investable coin. It's that simple. But as far as the three coins, GrinBeam and MWC, they all have great teams that are building this protocol and cumulatively are worth like 50 or $60 million when they could be worth billions. I mean, Monero's worth a billion dollars right now.
0: Oh, sound. Andy. Again. Oh, there oh, you man. go. Oh, I thought. No, you're fine. You're fine.
1: Okay, I
0: you went. I thought you went down. It, it sounded yeah. weird. Um, all right but uh, but going back to it, yeah. it, it it might just be a gimmick it, it might just be a, a total gimmick but it does get the beam name out there it, uh, if like if, if Litecoins a big altcoin they're working on with beam or grin or whatever they're working uh would you would mwc consider a similar relationship with another coin i mean sure why not I mean i'm i'm, I'm as big a marketer
1: as you're gonna find in crypto and uh, you know where we have this you know our marketing effort will be as strong as any uh i just don't think what what he's doing really matters but the thing is litecoin still has a reputation uh, a good reputation it has a following and if there's a yeah if when there's a new crypto bull market and bitcoin is soaring again i'm sure litecoin will do just fine and i'm sure that charlie lee's team will uh will will put out and and fluffy ponies team of monero will put out every bit of of uh, MimbleWimble related uh you know, PR that they can if when Mimblewimble coins are going up, and would we uh, participate? I mean, it's not really. It's not like Beam is doing anything for. It's really Litecoin just using their name and saying, "We'll, we'll use your technology." So, but it's not. It's not a Mimblewimble coin, and good for good for Litecoin if they can get it to go up based on that. But it's not Mimblewimble what they're doing.
0: What What else is on your plate here? Uh, that you want to talk about, and, and things that are going on in the space that are big for you.
1: Well, look, I mean, it's fortunately a lot of the work has been done. Like when it comes to Bitcoin, I remember you know the first two years I was writing in 2016 and 17, there was a much bigger audience of people who like wanted to learn like what's going on, and I had all this consulting of people saying, "I don't know how to use a Tracer, and how does it all work?" But you know. That's the beauty of what's going on. It's evolved so fast that people kind of know it's a story of value. It's not going away. Forks are not going to hurt it. Bcash is not going to hurt it. Uh, the world's monetary system is getting archaic. Its banking system is archaic. We know the future is good. And so I don't sit there writing about this all the time. I mean, occasionally I have something to say about the macro, but it's it's there to stay. Uh, and as for the other things that I've done, the only real things I've spent time on are, as everyone knows, b Um, uh, is I think it's uh, a great story, but it's been, you know, gone down with all the old coins this year. Uh, But I've already told that story. I'm not sure what more there is to say. I I support it. I hold it. And uh, I will, you know, when things happen, I'll bring them up. But I, I, you know, that story's out there. And the thing that's beautiful about MWC is the Mimble Wimble story is telling itself uh, because the tech. I mean, you talk about the wallet. There were no wallets like that uh, when when. when Beam and Grin launched a year ago, all the all the coins were just held on exchanges, and all the transactions were between accounts at exchanges. They didn't even have cold storage, which uh, is now coming out. We're going to be rolling it out, and uh, there were not wallets for Windows. We had to create a window a Windows wallet because the old one was only for for Apple. Uh, so all these things, this, you know, once you use it, you realize how amazing it is. It sells itself. Uh, our, our our blockchain is operating beautifully. Grin and Beams are working beautifully. It's just a matter of how fast people realize uh, how amazing this technology is. And we have had pumps in the sector. I mean, the, the Grin and Beam got to $150 million cumulative market cap in June, uh, and they'll get there again. And this time it's the Mimble Wimble Trinity because MWC is part of it now.
0: All right. Nimble uh, Wimble Trinity. Now, you, you mentioned before in, the, you said, 2017, you're, you had uh, clients, people wanting to use the Trezor, et cetera, et cetera. Do you see new people entering right now in the space? I, I see a no. lot of, I, I, I don't see a lot of individuals. I see a lot of interest from bigger entities but individuals, I don't, I don't see many new individuals. No, re- re-
1: retail interest
0: is as dead as it can be uh,
1: because people uh, look. It's just like the dot coms uh, or or the 2008 financial market w- uh, crisis, particularly with real estate, because it was the same kind of thing. People were buying real estate and they lost their shirts. And in 2000, in 1999, they were buying dot com stocks. And uh, it part of it is, as I said before, the knowledge of how to use things. Is much higher, so people don't wouldn't don't need to uh, call me anymore and say, Andy, please tell me how it works. Uh, how do you set up a Trezor? Could, it, everyone can figure that out themselves now. It's much. The exchanges are so much more user friendly. Remember how horrible Coinbase was compared to now, where it works beautifully. Um, so, but as for actual retail interest, I don't think it could be more debt. So, if the fear greed index is at 20, you know, I mean, the the retail component of that is at zero because they've lost, people have lost money. They don't trust it. I remember when it started to go up, uh, in the, in the fall of 2017, I'm talking about, I remember when the price was like $4,000, $5,000 people were even tech people that I play soccer with, were going, holy cow, this Bitcoin, 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 Bitcoin. And then when it was 15,000 this year, not a, a single person, everyone is out of the space. You couldn't have more fear, more more loathing of it, a lack of understanding of the, of that type of people. But as you said, the institutional interest is growing between the futures markets and the fidelities that are quietly building custodial relationships and the ETFs that are going to ultimately get approved, if not here, then somewhere else first. Uh, that, that aspect, people are realizing, again, we've been above the Hoffman line for now two years, And anyone who's in the monetary realm realizes how valuable it is. So I think the retail, as they did last time, they came in, you know, my biggest months in CGC were, of course, October, November, December of 2017. They come in at the highs and that's when the retail will come in again after, you know, Bitcoin breaks the the highs from the summer.
0: So. You, your sound went out there. Am I back? Okay, yeah, there you go. Yeah, okay. there you go. beautiful. So the 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 smart money is just going to get richer, basically, uh, and the, the rich are going to get richer. It it it's it, it, the the regular individual in the street doesn't act until it's too late. Until well, it was a, it was a
1: unique time in two thousand sixteen and seventeen because there was no smart money yet. It was it was valued so low that the people like us who were there were actually the quote smart money, even though we weren't rich people, but we were the the people who were there at the time. This time around. It's the smart money that's that's accumulating. Uh, the retail is long gone. The, the smart money will get richer, yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. We, we were the smart money, definitely. We weren't the rich money. I mean, there's there's not necessarily an, an overlap there either. I mean, we had the, the long-term thinking, the people from 2013, 14, 15, and 16. Everyone now thinks, oh, how did you know? I mean- but,
1: the, but it's the big money that's going to get. That's going to be the the prime benefactor because again, it's big enough now that they can invest. They couldn't invest when Bitcoin was worth two billion dollars, but when it's worth 120 billion, they can invest and they will.
0: Okay, so individuals, if you're watching this, and I've said this many times, don't don't be bitter in like 2022 if like. Bank of America owns a lot of Bitcoin and you don't I mean you had the opportunity so there's a guy in the chat Jeff says I found out about Bitcoin Meister through Andy Hoffman I have since gained a stronger hand oh, that's, uh, that, that's uh that's that's awesome uh, that your hand is stronger because of all of this all right uh, and no other real questions over there in the in the chat I see Andy do you have any uh, uh, conclusionary thoughts anything you uh, want to add any
1: my conclusionary remarks yes it. This is the only place I ever hear that word. And of course, it is a real word. Uh, I just, uh, look, I've uh, dedicated my life. Uh, I dedicated my life to oil and then to uh, moved on to purchase metals. And now my, my, it's dedicated to crypto, uh, you know, led by Bitcoin. I couldn't be happier with uh, the MWC project. I believe that it, it has the potential to be one of the biggest coins in crypto. And it was free. And on top of that, we'll be paying a a crypto dividend on top of the crypto dividend. Uh, but look, just uh, stay the course because, uh, you know, considering all the FUD that Bitcoin has dealt with in its past, I just don't see anything right now. I, I mean, nothing. There were things that genuinely scared me all the way back from Mt. Gox up until uh, in the middle of last year. And now I just look at them and I go, what, what am I possibly worried about? And on top of that, Adam, what's coming up in five months?
0: The having baby, the having,
1: the having coming, and when people realize how, what an incredible, incredible change that is in supply to something that's trading at an all-time high hash rate right now, uh, it's really—I mean, the one that happened in 2016, obviously, it, it triggered something, but I think that this one will be historic because I think the amount of money that's going to be uh, coming after those those uh, have reward is going to be something the world has not seen yet.
0: I want to say that uh, it should be a much more having hype leading up to it this time because not more people are going to know about it. There'll be more media coverage. That should be fun. I'm uh, I'm probably going to be in Tel Aviv for a having a party. Actually, I, I'm, I'm announcing it now. I'm not sure yet, but it looks like I'm going to be in Tel Aviv. There'll be more about that later. They know how to party it up there. You have any plans uh, for the having day? Any party you're going to go to? Uh, let's
1: see, May fourteenth. Uh now it sounds like about the end of school for my daughter, so we'll probably do something fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, everyone celebrates a little different depending on your your life situation. If you got the little kids, I guess there won't be major uh uh ha- having party going on. awesome, awesome. All right, everybody. Andy is linked to below. You can you can uh, follow him on Twitter. He tweets a lot and everything, and go to his steam it and, and all that, and he's and feel free to DM him and, and contact him. He's he's good about that. So thanks a lot uh, for being on the show today. Hopefully we'll be uh, we'll be uh, talking soon before before the having hopefully. Yeah. And uh, everyone, just keep a keep a strong hand here. Keep a you know be calm here, like Andy, and uh, just long term thinking, everyone. Long term thinking. All right. That is. Let me just see if anybody else has anything else to say in the chat before we uh, get out of here. I hope you guys enjoy this live show that we can do again. That is awesome. All right, everyone. I am Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister the Disrupt Meister. Remember to subscribe to the channel, like the video, share this video, check the links below. Pound that like button. Thanks again, Andy. Everybody click on the squares there and bang that bell button. I am stopping the live stream. Bye. Uh,